to the ether today is wednesday march 22nd 2023 today on the ether the asset mantle ama hosted by ununify let's take a listen hey good morning everybody just gonna give another second here as a few people hop in before we start our introductions and you know get everybody settled in all right i think we can get started here Obviously, this is being recorded, so anybody who joins later misses out on the beginning can feel free to swing by the recording afterwards. So I'm Chris, as many of you know, and today we're actually joined by a special guest, uh, Dipanshu from Asset Mantle, Asset Mantle's founder. Uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, hey. Hey Chris, am I uh, audible now? Yeah, yeah, I can actually. I can hear you great. Oh, 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 great! Thank God. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. This is the first time I'm uh, seeing this issue. Uh, Twitter is just like muting me after like two seconds, as Twitter spaces sometimes can be a little tricky. Yeah, Twitter, uh, Twitter but... spaces are definitely a little buggy sometimes. But uh, it sound it seems to be sounding great now on my end. So I think everybody can hear you. But yeah, um, so basically what I wanted to do is I wanted to take a quick moment to kind of introduce you as the founder of Asset Mantle and just give a little, you know, background context as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I, my name is Dipanchu, I have been working in the uh, Web3 space since 2017, have been building NFT since 2018. Uh, the term NFTs was coined in, I guess, September of 2017. So I have been working, building NFTs since 2018 at that particular point of time. For some time, did not even know those were called NFTs. Uh, a major focus from the beginning, the mission and vision had been to uh, like uh, tokenize uh, real world assets and enable use cases for real world assets and uh, get financial implementations for real world assets uh, implemented on top of chain. So the first use case that I ever tackled was actually a uh, uh, like NFT financing use case where high seas commodity trading uh, OBLs, oceanic bills of lading were tokenized as NFTs and the financing escrow exchange was handled through the uh, on-chain protocol. So this was built in Cosmos again in 2018. And at that particular point of time, it was not even production ready, but we got sold on the whole idea of uh, sovereign chains interconnecting with each other, exchanging value. So like uh, went head first into Cosmos. And in 2019, uh, we our team was recognized by Cosmos as the first team in the world to do an interchain NFT transfer transaction via a non-standard IBC channel. So 
Uh, yeah, uh, that was that was 2019, 2020. Uh, we started working with the ICF and Cosmos Interchain Foundation, the uh, the uh, organization that maintains the protocol for IBC, and started working on a standard for Cosmos uh, Interchain Cosmos NFTs called Inter NFT. Uh, finished that work in 2021 mid, and uh, 2021 at we created the first POC around uh, the standard that we had created, named it Asset Mantle, and yeah, 2021 January onwards have been working tirelessly on Asset Mantle. So that's uh, kind of been the journey that I have followed and uh, of Asset Mantle in a small way as well. Nice. That's um, thankfully that's very insightful, and I actually want to talk a little bit about Asset Mantle as we kind of make this transition and and just do a little bit of like a quick project intro for maybe anybody who's not specifically familiar with what Asset Mantle does. So you know, Asset Mantle is very well integrated into the Cosmos ecosystem and the NFT ecosystem on Cosmos. Um, and they've been a major player in the game, especially when it comes to, again, uh, some of the aspects that the Panshu mentioned, like interchain NFTs as well. Um, there's a lot on Asset Mantle, kind of the focus on uh, digital asset ownership, right? So uh, identity or decentralized identity. Did you want to just maybe describe a little bit about that, Dipanshu, for anyone who's not familiar with those sides of Asset Mantle? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, like uh, uh, on a on a higher level, like Asset Mantle is like a layer one for NFT marketplaces. What that means is that uh, the Asset Mantle protocol is not just one NFT marketplaces, but marketplace, but it's like a layer one where multiple marketplaces can be deployed and their liquidity, their NFT liquidity can be pooled together in one DEX. So that that kind of is a little bit different from like uh, other Cosmos chains that are uh, building NFT marketplace where one chain, one marketplace. We rather focus on uh, like multiple marketplace with a varied set of uh, schematic representation for the NFTs and the capabilities that NFTs express. Uh, the modules are built in native Go. Uh, it's not smart contracts, uh, which gives it a advantage with respect to execution speed of uh, NFT minting, burning NFT, uh, like transfer execution, transaction executions. While at the same time, uh, we have built a hybrid mechanism where although these modules are natively Go, each of these modules, uh, like storage, can be modified by Wasm smart contract. And these smart contract can be like a deployed for multiple marketplaces that might want to implement a little bit uh, like a varied version of capabilities that are natively exposed by the chain. So uh, that's, that's like a, about the chain, about the protocol. Uh, we utilize something called DIDs. That's an up and upcoming uh, standard that is being built by W3C. What that says, what the standard says is just like we have URLs or URIs, which you, when input into a DNS resolver, they give you back a document, which is your HTML document that your browsers can render. 
Similarly, uh, DID standard says DIDs are exactly like URIs that when you get resolved through something called a DID resolver, you get back a DID document, which follows a certain schema. What that implies is uh, like all NFTs can be universally uh, like resolved into uh, the NFT metadata irrespective of where you are, uh, 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 which part of the internet you are at. So it's, it would be as easy as like uh, keying in your NFT ID into a resolver and you getting back metadata without caring about which part of the Web3 interconnected uh, interchain space is the NFT metadata sit sitting in. So that's one aspect. The second aspect is uh, like our main focus has been towards uh, getting real world assets on top of the chain. And that solving that particular problem also uh, implies solving for getting real uh the current web2 users on chain as well which is quite a tricky problem because um majority of the web2 users are very used to web2 flows where they can lose their credentials contact an admin and get back access to their account so for that particular reason uh although ethereum released uh like account abstraction right now we have been building did based account abstraction where your identity is a did and you can link multiple addresses as authentication for your um, identity. Uh, what that implies is for each device that you log into, you can create your new set of mnemonics and don't even take a backup of that. Uh, as long as you have one device that is active that you have access to, even if you lose the other devices, you can still access your account. So yeah, on a, on a like higher level that's like the key differentiator key innovations that we are trying to build out at asset mantle nice i think that's something that's um very interesting because for the most part it it seems that the approach that asset mantle is taking is very unique in the space and so like you said um i guess onboarding kind of web2 users and helping them to learn the value of some of this technology, especially in the decentralized identity aspect as well. Um, and that natural integration to the NFT markets, the NFT ecosystem uh, kind of provides a lot of opportunity for, for Asset Mantle to onboard or attract some of these users. So I think that's uh, really exciting uh, to see right now. Now, especially when it comes to kind of uh, the ways that we can integrate. Um, I wanna take a quick second for anyone who's not familiar to describe Unify. And uh, basically Unify is a decentralized platform for NFT fine. And what we're doing specifically is collateralization for NFTs. So our goal is to be the NFT fi hub for Cosmos. And because we're a multi-chain native protocol, what that allows us to do is to support NFT ecosystems across the blockchain across where they may exist and so in the process of doing this and expanding our technology suite providing an api that allows easy nft fi integration for any protocol whether that's on cosmos or off of cosmos uh, we came to this natural kind of partnership or this goal for collaboration with asset mantle and so i wanted to take a quick moment and kind of talk about uh how we uh plan to tackle that and kind of what those, some of those synergies are specifically. Now, 
you know, there's definitely, I think, mutual interest in supporting the NFT ecosystem on Cosmos. Um, but there's definitely also a little bit of focus to uh, advance or expand interchain NFT standardization. standardization. Um, and I think that's something that Ununifying Asset Mantle can kind of support and uh, co-market and tackle together, right? Really this emphasis on um, kind of helping to expand the use case for interchain NFTs, but also the understanding for NFT users on Cosmos, right? I do think, you know, and I'm sure you could probably agree that uh, this kind of standard or this tech uh, that's being provided now or built now is one that will be highly adopted in the future, I think, on Cosmos. And, and because Cosmos has the interchain NFT standard, um, because of IBC-enabled functionality, uh, this is a really unique use case for the NFT ecosystem on Cosmos as a whole, right? I think this is something that hasn't really been explored sufficiently yet, and it's an area that we can definitely kind of focus on expanding as we go forward in the future. Yeah, Chris, I 100% agree on that. Sorry, you was uh, continuing. I cut you off. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, yeah. And so like, you know, especially when it comes to kind of, uh, I guess, our technical integrations or, or, you know, marketing partnership, obviously supporting Asset Mantle is a huge focus for Unify, um, really to support NFT ecosystems wherever they exist, again, whether that's on or off Cosmos. And so, you know, as we kind of look to support the asset mantle ecosystem but also the users and the community of asset mantle that's something that's really big to us is kind of being able to develop technologies that are beneficial to users right so naturally there's an integration for us to explore where ununify provides that nft fi technology to asset mantle and and vice versa, there's also an opportunity for Ununify to introduce NFT assets from Asset Mantle onto our blockchain as well, right? So there's a lot of ways for us to collaborate. And, and I think, you know, kind of that end goal or something that we uh, had talked about previously is kind of supporting interchain liquidity for Cosmos NFTs as well. Now, Dipatra, I'm kind of interested to, to get your perspective a little bit more on kind of the liquidity situation um, when it comes to kind of Cosmos NFTs, um, kind of what your opinion is on the general ecosystem right now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So I guess like uh, uh, to be very honest, like majority of the nft liquidity uh right now i think is uh like kind of being uh handled majorly by the ethereum ethereum chain um and i think it's kind of suited the nft transactions are kind of uh, well suited for the chain as well because majority nfts are like high value and i think uh transaction fees doesn't matter when you are uh, uh, like creating transaction for high value assets and over we have been seeing that trend uh, in terms of uh, overall transaction uh, value that has uh, that ethereum has been seeing 
uh, has been increasing over a period of time, uh, skewing more towards the NFT transaction. Um, towards Cosmos, definitely it's a new and budding space. Uh, it's uh, like a uh, majority of the NFT community uh, is is uh, like still discovering uh, like what NFTs in Cosmos are about and like how to value them, how to uh, figure out like uh, the the ropes of uh, like uh, transferring over liquidity uh, to Cosmos and then like uh, getting access to these NFTs. But uh, similar to Ethereum, we have been seeing a overall trend where the total number of transactions um, that are done in Cosmos ecosystem in general, the share of NFT transactions have been steadily growing. And also in IBC transactions, the NFT chains have been like gaining a bigger and bigger share of transactions um, that are done on a daily basis. So it's it's a, a new opportunity to be like explored. It's a up and upcoming market with huge potential for growth in the future. And also at the same time, uh, a huge potential for like innovation as well. And yeah, that's that's kind of what we are uh, trying to tackle at this particular point of time as too. Um, since the Luna crash, um, there has been a market a marked uh, like uh, uh, reduction uh, statistically in the overall interaction um, that re retail users, that daily users uh, uh, used to have with the Cosmos chain. But now, 2023, uh we are seeing that uptrend again where the interactions and the total number of daily active users have been on a steady growth so i think 2023 uh can be and most probably is the year of cosmos nfts but fingers crossed yeah i i think you you kind of hit it on the head where you talked about um this value add that cosmos can provide um, that kind of diversifies it or differentiates it from the Ethereum ecosystem, right? Uh, with this idea that obviously the Ethereum ecosystem is the strongest in the market um, and it has the highest rate of adoption. But I also kind of agree with that opinion that um, alternative technologies or uh, you know use cases can really provide adoption for nfts on cosmos right and and it's really it, it kind of comes down to again like um what technology is available but also utility as well right so i do think um that's an area that cosmos is considering right now um to be able to differentiate it and also drive further adoption now you know i know you uh especially with asset mantle's work on interchain nfts are uh, very supportive of that side. Do you think that that technology is going to be valuable to the end user? Is that something that maybe interchain NFTs can be the major uh, differentiator, the major driver behind adoption for NFTs on Cosmos? So that, that's a super interesting question. And like uh, that's uh, from a user uh, what a user values in an NFT perspective. Uh, that question has not even been explored on the Ethereum side, I think, very properly. Because if you look at the ERC20, the uh, DeFi ecosystem in it, at the Ethereum side, for example, it's a blooming ecosystem. 
there are apps that compose with each other and there is an infinite permutation and com combination of uh, uh, applications that one can have with the ERC20 token. But uh, we have not seen the same kind of composability or use cases, specifically DeFi use cases uh, with respect to NFTs, right? And uh, the uh, interoperability uh, aspect on Ethereum and in Cosmos, uh, it works a little dif uh, like differently. On, 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 on Ethereum, I guess since every, everything is working on the same virtualization layer, uh, communication is almost instantaneous, but on Cosmos, we have to follow this whole like uh, uh, IBC channel uh, transfer mechanism. But the ultimate question is like, why have this interoperability? Why have this interaction between two chains across NFTs? Because so far we have not seen uh, composability, right? And there is where I think uh, the biggest uh, like gap in NFT implementation is at because in on the ERC20 side, the interface has been defined, but the metadata is kind of standard. It's just a number that's sitting and everyone has agreed that it's gonna have like 18 decimals and uh, it composes very well. But on the NFT side, although there has been an interface that has been standardized, the metadata has not been. So when a smart contract interacts with another NFT, it never knows uh, what metadata is it gonna be finding inside that NFT first. And secondly, um, majority of the time, the metadata is off chain, which implies that one can never, a smart contract can never actually fetch uh, the data and like uh, uh, pull some capabilities or operations on top of the data. Uh, that's That's where, Cosmos varies uh, hugely because on Ethereum storage is like the most valuable resource, on-chain resource. Uh, uh, but in Cosmos, since one can build multiple chain with individual states that can like scale up to big volumes and also scale horizontally by like spinning up multiple chains for different use cases, storage is not that cumbersome, which implies that you can store the metadata, store the NFT metadata on chain, and also standardize how the metadata looks like now what that enables what that enables is uh DeFi use cases can actually now go ahead and access the on-chain metadata resolve the metadata linked with each nft and not only resolve it but also understand since it's standardized and operationalize uh like use cases on top of it so for example uh if i knew uh, like uh, that there is a trait A present in a uh, like Ape NFT that is super rare. I can I can uh, iterate over all the NFT that have been issued for that particular class of NFTs and figure out and have a proof that there is uh, a provable scarcity of this particular trait. And hence, uh, uh, like a DeFi application can go ahead and price a put a value on top of that NFT. That, that is not possible if the chain, if the metadata is off chain, right? So I think this particular aspect on chain NFTs and operationalizable data, uh, which can be resolved interchain, can really lead to the uh, intercomposable DeFi use cases that we have not yet seen on Ethereum so far. I honestly, I think that's a really great point, right? Um... It, and those 
DeFi use cases, right, inherently expand functionality of NFTs, right, and ex inherently expand available utility as well. So I think for, for our kind of thesis, that definitely overlaps with Ununify's viewpoint, um, especially as we look to kind of enhance the availability of DeFi tools for NFTs. Um, this can all kind of become individual drivers for adoption, right? And, and if we kind of look at NFT-Fi as a concept, right, I think what a lot of people look at are whether or not an NFT should be collateralized, right? Um, whether or not an NFT has the value inherently to kind of be transacted in this manner, right? Um, obviously, outside of the NFT Fi space, outside of these DeFi tools, uh, the only way to really utilize NFTs are as a store of value, and that's to buy and sell. And so, outside of that, we can provide kind of additional functionality to NFTs, additional utilities. Um, and I think when it kind of looks at NFT adoption, the benefit of DeFi integration is not just, you know, kind of simply in the financialization of NFTs, but it's it's also about what kind of DeFi tools can bring about adoption to the regular user uh, and what kind of DeFi safety as well can exist in the NFT space, right? I think if we kind of look at, if we compare NFTFi to crypto, for example, um, there was a huge influx in the adoption of altcoins, micro tokens, um, but crypto in general on the cusp of advanced DeFi tools being made to the users. And, and basically what that did is it, it enhanced tradability. Uh, it enhanced security or safety in the sector because now users were able to trade in a more safe manner. Um, and in those, as a result, those tools enhanced uh, adoption, right? And I think we can see or predict kind of the same thing for the NFT sector um, as well, right? Kind of this this idea that, for example, composability, um, native interchain integration for NFTs, I believe, can be a driving factor to adoption. Because you're increasing the availability, the decreasing the barrier of entrance for new users by, again, providing some of those same tools that we take for granted now, right? So when we look at kind of ways in which NFTs can be used and what DeFi tools are available, um, I think it kind of goes hand in hand. The increase of NFTFi inherently should lead to the increase in adoption as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. At this point, I would like uh, want to explore like uh, the meaning of uh, ownership per se, on what it means in a, in a financial system to own something, right? And it, it implies that uh, like uh, you are not only able to hold and uh, defend your ownership against uh, like uh, legally proved ownership, but also like enable. Uh, exchange or collateralization of that particular assets to participate in financial activities, right? And that particular aspect has been like fully explored from the fungible token side. Uh, it's, it's, we have uh, like securities 
being like as as a crypto being uh, like owned by people and the whole DeFi ecosystem enabling exchange collateralization etc use cases we have stable coins um which 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 are like government issued uh, backed by governments etc uh tokens that are like now people are able to own and exchange and collateralize etc uh, some people might even say that stable coin might be the biggest use of cryptocurrencies uh, ever right but if you look at the uh, nft side if you look at the ownership of assets and not uh liquid uh like uh, tokens uh it, that particular use case has the own meaning of ownership has not fully been uh like explored from that particular direction right now uh majority of the nft use cases are around like digital collectibles and the value for these collectibles are is notional right it's not absolute so just like uh some might say that stable coins might be the biggest use case of uh cryptocurrencies I think uh, uh, real world assets might be the biggest use case of NFTs that's still not like 100% uh, explored yet. And uh, like these real world assets, again, do not have a notional value. They have a like provable value that again can be like explored and utilized to like uh, onboard uh, use cases around collateralization, um, more complex DeFi use cases. And also, again, like we have captured the financial world, like we can capture the rest of the financial world, which like represents uh, real world asset ownership. If we are able to like extend the use cases of NFTs and the applicability of NFT ownership into more uh, complex financial use cases as well. I think that's a really good point. And actually, you know, when you look at the on-chain representation of of real world assets um that almost becomes a like you said it's a unexplored use case that uh nobody has successfully kind of created a model for yet um and it's a huge untapped market because right now a lot of hesitation i think for web2 users to enter the web3 space but more specifically to enter the nft space is that aspect of ownership, right? However, if we can use NFT technology as a layer of representation of real-world assets or a layer for financialization to conduct transactions across those real-world assets, then I think that's a use case that is a lot more digestible to Web2 users, right? And like, for example, we talk about collectibles but we also talk about the art market as well, right? The art market is a gigantic market in the fiat world. I believe it's a either trillion dollar market or close to that, especially when it comes to kind of the traditional auction system. In that market, there is a lot of crossover between users or, you know, web two adopters looking to kind of financialize on those assets right and right now the way that we see that is for example um in the real world art is very frequently collateralized um and it's very frequently used 
to access funds used as a store of value, used um, to take out a loan, right? And this is at a high level. However, there's no reason that those same transactions, um, this same kind of real-world utility, uh, so to speak, for art, can't be represented on chain, like you said. Uh, you know, so there's there's definitely a market for kind of representing art on chain, and then also providing uh, the services needed to kind of turn it into NFT fi, right? Or to take that same market in the real world, the same gigantic market, and represent it on chain. Um, lower the barrier of entry for users so that they can also participate in the art markets or also participate in the real world kind of trading of art or collectibles in a way that's decentralized too. So I think that's definitely a, a natural fit kind of and and if we look at the bigger NFT ecosystem, right, or the bigger picture, you know, I don't know, I don't know your opinion so much, but I think my opinion specifically is more so is that as we see increased adoption, we're going to gravitate away from what the current kind of NFT ecosystem looks like. And obviously, like we said earlier, that it is primarily uh, looks like profile picture or, you know, uh, collectibles, uh, PFPs on Ethereum, right? Like that's a major sector of the market for NFTs. But as we look at kind of alternative use cases for this same type of technology, I think that's where we can kind of start to see the opportunity for real world adoption. Yep. Uh, I truly believe that the next big uh, retail adoption uh after of course if if some uh like government decides to make cbdc's compulsory uh right. is gonna is gonna come from the next big adoption from retail is gonna come from uh these nft and real world asset use cases for sure uh i was recently viewing one uh, uh one meme <laughs> that uh, was uh, uh, displaying a man holding a piece of paper that was 130 years old uh, proving their ownership of a piece of land and that kind of like uh, uh, blew my mind that um, like uh, that even today that there are places in the world that are still dependent on pieces of paper that are 100 a uh, hundred plus decades years old to prove ownership while we currently have the technology to like kind of uh, make that information ephemeral and uh, i think the general populace the the uh, next set of uh people adopting will definitely see the value in and uh like uh come on board Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's like for our thesis, um, at least over at Ununify, we're, we're trying to build our platform in a way that can uh, support the future of the NFT markets. Right. So building technology, this uh, NFT Fi layer, uh, again, going back to our, our idea as being the NFT Fi hub for Cosmos, um, we understand that you know, there's a ton of use cases for NFTs that aren't fully realized yet outside of 
again, you know, profile picture art and samples like that. And so we can kind of almost create this platform with this idea in mind that future adoption will change. And, you know, we may see that two, three years from now, uh, the majority of volume in the NFT markets is for, again, like real world assets or collectibles that are represented on chain, things like that. Um, so we're definitely kind of building with that in mind. And this is idea where we can support the NFT markets while also creating a protocol or creating technology that can be easily adoptable to future use cases so that we can onboard the largest number of users into NFT ecosystems. Again, be this, this idea that NFT FI can support the NFT markets and encourage adoption, right, through the use of DeFi technology. So yeah, that's something that's like really, we're really passionate about on our end. And we do expect that even as the NFT markets mature and grow kind of beyond their current phase, we can definitely kind of see uh, some of these use cases being built out right now and, and some of these opportunities to uh, teach, educate kind of new users and also find adoption as well. Yep, Chris, like I'm, I'm really interested in like uh, what uh, Unify has in store for us for this year and like what's the roadmap looking like and what can we expect in 2023? What kind of use cases are in store for us, the community? Yeah, yeah, I can actually, I can definitely take a quick second to chat on that. I mean, the main focus for us has always been to uh, build this technology in a way that's scalable. Um, but also to the benefit of users, right? And so as a result of that, our roadmap, while it may seem, you know, for some of, you know, the more impatient users who are looking to kind of use this platform immediately, uh, you know, it has taken a little longer, but the main idea behind that is we are building something that's sustainable, not just for the current state of the NFT markets, but also for kind of, you know, this idea of future users, uh, onboarding future users. So future adoption. So, you know, right now on our roadmap, we um, just recently finished our POC proof of concept testing for collateral functionality and also for the derivative side of our application. And we're looking forward to pushing that to our mainnet in the coming quarter. So, you know, when I say Q2, this really does mean like the next 60 to 90 days, right, or maybe sooner where we're going to see some of these uh, in-demand functions being pushed to mainnet in a way that the public can test out and use and, and provide feedback on. And it's, it's the feedback ultimately that's really important for us because we're trying to, again, um, build for the future, but we also want to build for users right now, users who are here today. And so uh, that type of real-world feedback from NFT holders, from liquidity providers, from community members has always been something that's very essential to us because we implement that direct feedback that we get into our development, right? Our developers spend a lot of time uh, sorting through feedback that we receive from the community so that we can improve our protocol and, and ultimately drive it to kind of the best version that it can be. So 
you know, we're really excited for that on our roadmap. And in addition to that, you know, when we look at enabling um, kind of interchain functions, uh, enabling COSM, WASM functions, right? Enabling uh, our decentralized front end, so some of the API functionality uh, into the kind of second half of this year. That's where I think we'll really shine because we'll be able to provide these tools that are literally being tested by our community right now to all of our partners on the multi-chain as well, right? So, you know, obviously being able to provide this technology in a way that's easily uh, integratable and then being able to provide that, for example, to partners like Asset Mantle. Um, in addition to the public as well, is something that we're really excited to finally be getting to that stage of development. It's it's this idea where you know you're gearing up for production and you're working really hard internally to kind of share out this platform and make it be the best version that it can be. Um, and then there's a difference between being in that building phase and then now starting to get to that ready to launch phase where we're kind of being, getting ready to share the first iteration of what NFT Fi on Cosmos looks like and be able to support integrations with partners across Cosmos as well. So that's it's a really exciting time for us as we kind of are meeting all of these checkpoints internally and, and trying to provide this platform to everybody. Um, and yeah, and we do have like some updates coming out shortly. Um, probably for anyone who's in Discord, you might see an announcement later today, but it's kind of full speed ahead on the development side, and we're just really excited to be here at this point. Really excited, Chris, to like, and looking forward to uh, Ununify uh, and getting my hands on top of uh, the like use cases and products that are gonna come out of. Uh, NFT DeFi, and uh, we are definitely racing ahead to be one of the first uh, NFT uh, like minters to get our NFTs like interoperate and be like usable on top of the platform. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. No, I think it's an, like I said in the beginning, like we agreed in the beginning, it's a definitely a natural integration for us to work together, and and we're so excited for that. Now, I know I did just spend a lot of time talking about on Unify, but I was wondering if maybe there were any uh, recent updates uh, or announcements that you would like to share for Asset Mantle to kind of any of the Ununify members that are listening today and, and might not be familiar with kind of what Asset Mantle has been doing recently. If you had any kind of uh, announcements or, or details you wanted to share. Absolutely. Um, so, like, uh, 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 for Anunify community, I think Asset Model community has seen uh, two releases go through. Uh, one is the uh, early access and the launch pad releases go through on top, like a few NFT drops and flash sales that have been coming. And that has been all of these sales and launch pads and early access has been in preparation for our secondary marketplace so that we had enough liquidity uh, for the secondary marketplace. And uh, that is uh, positioned to be released uh, in the first half of April. So that's that's one thing that wanted to like share with the Unify community. And 
secondarily, uh, like another uh, piece of information, I think that if an, the Unify community might not be aware of that, uh, like the uh, uh, asset mantle NFTs come with a defined inherent value as in uh, since the TPS and the rate at which NFTs can be minted an asset mantle is too high to prevent spam uh, spamming we bond a certain amount of token to the uh, NFTs uh, for them uh, to not be like minted at a like a very high rate or be spammed and uh, and block the chain so uh the, of course there have been many uh flash sales and zero value sales and uh uh drops that the nft drops that have been done so far but uh like wanted to share with the community that these nfts are burnable and even if you do not want to sell them on secondary marketplace you can just burn them and claim back the mantle token that are bonded with them so that might be of something of interest uh to the to the community that that is a little bit different and uh, uh, a little different way of doing things that uh, we uh, uh, do at Asset Mantle. Awesome, awesome. That's really exciting uh, to kind of see that uh, you guys are being mindful of kind of those different functions and I guess ultimately providing something that's really beneficial to the community. So. I would also say, you know, obviously for any ununified members who are here today and want to learn more about Asset Mantle, please do go check them out. Um, join their groups, follow them on social media, uh, because we're kind of really excited to be working with them here. Um, this collaboration is really great. And, and so, you know, definitely stay tuned for kind of the updates that Asset Mantle is also working on their side. And, and obviously, as we make progress on our integration or our partnership here. Uh, we look forward to kind of sharing that out to the community at that stage. So yeah, thank you so much, uh, Depashu, for those, for those updates. Now, I think we uh, should take a quick moment here. Um, we've been doing a lot of talking, but I would just like to invite anybody uh, who might be interested in asking a question to uh, either myself or Depanshu, either about Ununify or Asset Mantle. Uh, feel free to raise your hand and, and ask away. Uh, we'll invite you up to the stage just to ask your question. And if nobody has any questions, that's okay too. But if you do, now would be a great time to kind of just ask or speak up. All right. All right. Looks like no questions today. Usually that means we did a really great job at answering everybody's questions. That or, you know, I know it's really late for some of our attendees, so I might have put someone to sleep. Um, so yeah, so either we did a really good job or not, uh, but that's okay. And then, you know, I just wanted to take a moment and before we close things out here, cause we are, um, running a little bit over time for the AMA today. Thank you everybody for staying with us to, to the end, um, for the ununified, I cut out slightly, but for the ununified community reward, just wanted to introduce the instructions for that. I would say right now, if uh, the attendees wanted to claim the quest, please submit a screenshot of your attendance on the Unified Community Dashboard. Um, for anyone who might be attending who's not familiar, uh, Unified does a community program where we can incentivize and reward our community members for their participation. So 
just take a screenshot showing that you were in attendance here today at the AMA um, in order to receive credit for that. Um, this is an open community program, so anyone is welcome to participate and earn rewards for doing so. Now, uh, I guess we can slowly start to wrap it up here. Dipanshu, did you have any kind of parting comments or any things that you wanted to leave our listeners with today before we got ready to head out here? Yep, absolutely. Um, like, I think uh, uh, NFTs and uh, what it means to own digital assets and what you can do with it is like changing very rapidly. And I think uh, uh, the upcoming generation is definitely uh, gonna have NFTs as their as as part of their portfolios, and uh, very soon they're gonna be like uh, uh, these NFTs asset being looked upon as. Uh, like real hedge or real uh, ownership, uh, real world ownership defining a portfolio defining assets. And I think uh, uh, efforts from projects like Anunify, the DeFi around NFTs is gonna play a real, real critical role in that direction. So really looking forward to uh, these use cases. Absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, Dipanchu. Yeah, we're, we're, we're really excited to support the NFT ecosystem um, to bring these DeFi tools to users. And, and you know, again, our hope is that, uh, you know, we don't necessarily believe that everyone should be forced to, for example, collateralize NFTs or anything like that. But we do believe that providing additional utilities or additional ways for nfts to kind of be transacted or utilized um will help the end result the end community uh and so this idea that we can support the entire cosmos nft ecosystem wherever it exists and just working to kind of create adoption create uh differentiation from other chains as well you know, I think we spent a lot of time talking about how we believe interchain NFTs are going to be extremely valuable in the coming future. And so I'm really excited to see Asset Mantle's progress on that and kind of how we can grow the NFT ecosystem on Cosmos together. Yeah, so so I think um, that's everything. Uh, I want to thank everybody for swinging by today, for coming to listen. Um, thank you, Dipanshu, for taking time today. Um, and yeah, look forward to growing the NFT ecosystem together. Thank you for all of our listeners and attendees. Um, we'll see you guys soon. All right. Goodbye, everyone. And thank you so much for coming by today's AMA. We had a great time. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Asset Mantle AMA hosted by Ununify. Recorded on Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sneaking through.
Back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handed reports it The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Energy always gets the best of me when I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch. Oh shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed. Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies. Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise. Chastised into digging holes in the back nine. The latest proof. Ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two